What is going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex, episode 230, if you can believe it. Happy 2021. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jeremy Ross Lopez. Happy New Year. So happy to be back with you, Lincoln, across town from me. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, my friend. It's good to hear your voice. I've missed you both. I've really, I, we were just saying offline, it's even when we do a show like this, it's good to often reset for a minute. And we took that break from the show. But it's so, I've missed you guys so much. We have so much to talk about. I feel rejuvenated, refreshed like a virgin Lincoln <laughs> just to start things off with you what did, what can you share with us how did you spend this particular new year's eve and how did you ring it in i know it's a different year yeah for new year's well we kind of did the same thing that we did for christmas i love to just hunker down from the right before christmas and just be at home watching movies, making food, eating things we don't normally eat, drinking things we don't normally drink, and yep. catching up on TV. However, Did some of that include water sports. A uh, little bit. <laughs> uh, some of the thing is though, we've kind of been in that mode all year of just being at home and yeah. watching TV and eating things we don't usually eat and sleeping longer. So we we had a really nice Christmas and we had a very relaxing New Year's. Um, we got caught up on some new shows, which was fun. We've played a lot of games, uh, board games. And um, yeah, like we've been playing Sorry a lot. And we had uh, we went over a good uh, – we have two couples that are kind of in our bubble in that they get tested often or they only work from home and we feel safe with them. So we got COVID tested a couple days before the holiday and we went to Brooklyn uh, to a wonderfully homemade dinner out in Brooklyn and we played uh, Cards Against Humanity and oh. we watched the Wonder Woman movie, which I actually loved. I know it's all up in arms of it. You know, ah, I want to watch I, it. I, I want to watch it. Very excited. fun. It's a wonder. You know, all the things that people complained about were not in the first movie. We're in the second movie, and everyone's complaining about that. But I loved it. It's freaking Wonder Woman. And um, for New Year's Day, we did a lot of shit. We did a lot of champagne. Peter has a very high quality champagne taste, so he takes okay, some for now, the Peter. liquor wine. Yeah, and it's it's really and it's the kind of champagne that you don't get you have a good drunk from. You have a good buzz from, you know. Oh, I and love it. That's right. And today was back at the bakery. So, uh starting a new year, a better year and uh happy to be with you guys. It's going to be a way better 2021. Way better. Look at your <laughs> icon today here. Jeremy Ross Lopez, how did you spend ring in 2021? I went to uh, the mountains, actually, with my what? family. The, nice. The same place we went in the summer. Uh, it's up north, and we usually go to the natural springs and the waterfalls and stuff. So in the winter, it's really pretty because it's a lot of hiking trails and snow. And, yeah, I spent it up there. My parents, actually, their anniversary is on uh, New Year's Eve. So Aww. we had a champagne toast, and they got a bunch of hotel rooms, and it was just my cousins and my parents and it was fun. Did you do the trend that you've told me about that's very Massachusetts where you sit outside and have a bonfire but yes. you're all bundled up? Yes, we did that. That I think is nuts, but I kind of obsessed and need to do it at, at some point. Yes, you definitely need to. <laughs> 
I love it. I'm okay. That sounds so fun. I myself enjoy rung in the new year. We have a friend to the show, DJ Laurent, who has our theme song actually for this show. He is a producer, DJ, and did a Twitch broadcast that I helped him record green screen uh, the week before New Year's Eve. So I helped him record it green screen and I heard the set. The music was amazing. And then he had an editor and himself put all these amazing graphics. And on New Year's Eve, Cody and I went to his place and socially distanced. And the three of us, he kind of played the mix as we watch and he put out a great spread in Hoboken and it was so nice and low key and, and cozy. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. We were jamming and having a good time. So all good and all fun. And that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was really nice. Well, before we get into some hot topics, there's some a few things that I wanted to run by you that are fun news. There's, a viral trend that has gone on, uh, and we're only in a couple days into 2021, but the internet is already delivering the adult entertainment, which I love. Uh, it's called the 2021 Challenge. Have you guys heard of this? I have not. I'm not so sure. intrigued. It's the 2021 Challenge. I'm not sure how big it is or if it's just in our gay world, but the 2021 Challenge is just men replacing the one in the year's title with their favorite, with with their cocks. <laughs> and if you start looking it up, you'll see various ones. And they're all like huge cocks. And me being a size queen, I am all about it. I'm. It's kind of sort of it's so narcissistic because some of the ones that i've seen you know they're already like hard and the ones that seem to do it are all like mammoth like hard and i'm like oh, okay we get it but at the same time i'm like i, I want it because i'm such a size queen so i'm <laughs> totally into it and i don't know what do you guys at the first couple notes do you like the the idea of it I don't really understand how you would do it. I need more. I need more details. So, how how is this happening? So it's like a graphic you would have, or two zero two, and then at the end of it, you would just put up your hard cock to make the your cock the one, the twenty twenty one. I'd rather have the zeros replaced with an ass. Says the ass man over there. Exactly. Of, of course. Okay. I I'll get take it. all four numbers, all different shapes and sizes. Thank you. <laughs> and colors. <laughs> and I know you'll both uh, appreciate this next one, but the, the um, Atlanta has an eagle, and it's been there for years. 33-year-old bar, the eagle. And guess what? As so many bars, as we all know, they've been no. closing down and all this. Atlanta Eagle is here to stay, and it's because it is now a historical landmark. Thanks to Keisha oh, cool. Lance Bottoms, the mayor, she decided to name the 33-year-old bar a historic landmark to ensure its longevity, according to Atlanta News Source. And the mayor's office says it wants to protect one of, quote, one of the Southeast's most famous LGBTQ social establish establishments. And with 
when it has so so now thanks to this designation the historic landmark is protected from being demolished or renovated on the exterior without the city's urban uh commission's approval whether or not i it sounds like that could actually save the bar when you make it his, historical landmark i don't know you're uh an owner of a business in a major city in New York. Does that mean something when they make that Lincoln? A historic- yeah, I think that they cannot shut it down, but they can change ownership. So okay. if the bar isn't doing well and the owner wants to sell it, they could sell it. They just can't turn it into something else, which is what they're, cool. I believe they're doing with Stonewall because there was a GoFundMe account for Stonewall uh, here in New York city. I know that there's a, GoFundMe account right now for Jim Bar that they're trying to keep them open, especially when they're mandatory shut down at this time because of indoor seating, you know, restrictions. So I think it's a you know a step in the right direction to keep the community going and to keep the space for that. I just hope it works. You know what I mean? To me, it's so cool. It took a, a lesbian mayor to to enact this which i love yeah me too. and in atlanta to protect our our you know our bars and i know jeremy you worked at our iconic eagle here in new york city mm-hmm. and any tidbits you could tell us about do you think that it, it'll stay or will we are we in danger of losing it I mean, I think it will stay. I'm. It's such a staple, like they stated for the Atlanta one. I mean, if it has so much memory, I can't see it going. Also, the owners are really passionate about it. And I think that they're going to try and make it work uh, any way possible. Curiosity, does that you know of, I know you've only been there a minute and you're not in the city of Boston, but does does Massachusetts or the city of Boston have a leather bar that you know of? I think they might. I'm not a hundred percent positive. They do. I, I can't think of the name. I can't think of the name either, but I, I'm almost positive they do. But when I moved to New York, I was 17. So I wasn't oh. even of legal age. I didn't have a fake then. So I've actually never really gone to the bars in Boston, believe it or not. Listeners in Massachusetts, please let us know and we will update this for sure. Um, Okay, so we've got to get into what has been all of the buzz. I've been like chomping at the bit waiting to talk about this. Uh, All right, let's go. So Jeffrey Sanker, the promoter, and I used to be from California and Jeffrey Sanker is a huge promoter there. He still is. He puts on the white party. He's, of course, under fire, as many of you may know, for hosting what critics are calling a super spreader event. New Year's weekend, and despite pleas from local officials and residents, Sanker proceeded with holding New Year's white party in the Mexican resort of Nuevo Vallarta. And it was originally set to take place in nearby Puerto Vallarta, but government officials and city leaders there demanded that Sanker cancel the event because of the critical situation there going with COVID. The city of PV and the state of Jalisco of where Puerto Vallarta is are under severe lockdown. And one thing I do know personally, um, because I'm going to tell you a personal story in a minute of I'm going to be going there, but I do know that right up until the holiday, they put 
PV under lockdown where all bars need to be shut at 7 p.m. And Jeffrey Sanker happens to own a bar there, which I went to, and he was going to do one of his parties there. Is that salty pretzel Pretzel, in the back? Salty pretzel says, Happy New Year. Year. Sorry about that. That's okay. I love it. Happy New Year, salty pretzel. (laughs) So Jeffrey Sanger owns a bar in PV, which he was going to plan on throwing one of the, like it's, you know, they're always four day event, right? Or three day Mm -hmm. events, whatever it is. He was going to throw one of the events there. Well, with bars closing mandatory at 7 p.m., he was unable to do that. And against. Puerto Vallarta, the people of Puerto Vallarta's feelings and everything, he decided to move it to nearby Nueva Vallarta, Nayarit, which is another state and doesn't have the same restrictions. He has gotten himself into so much like things. And I, I'm just curious to know what you guys think, because I know when you plan stuff like this, I know, Lincoln, you've been an event planner you've planned stuff you know the amount of time and effort and money and everything that goes into this you know jeremy you've worked in this industry i myself have as well should he just have canceled this and because we're going to move on to some of what ultimately happened but just first thoughts lincoln what were your thoughts when you heard that this went on Yes, I think he should have canceled it. I think if they're canceling the NBA and they're canceling the Olympics, <laughs> it's probably a good idea to cancel a circuit event. And I still, I, I, I'm hung up on this, but there's no, there's no like answer, right answer. to it. How do you get motivated to go? Like I could not imagine. Like if they said right now. Barakine is going to do, or MAL, MAL will be Memorial, uh, Martin Luther King weekend as usual in DC, which it's canceled this year, just right. so, for everyone who's listening. But just say they said, okay, no, we're going to do it. How would I be excited to go? You know what I mean? Like, how would yeah. I plan my outfits to see who? All my people from Europe that I know that go every year, because they're not going to be there. What DJ is going to go? How feels like dancing? I mean, I want to go dance naked on a box more than anyone in the world right now, or just as much as people do in the world. I want to sweat and hear great music and look at, you know, great people and show off my hot boyfriend, Peter, and meet new couples and meet new... I want to do all that, but I have no enthusiasm to do it because it's not happening right now. So I don't know. I just, like, I don't see to what end. I don't know... Who are you selling the tickets to? And I do know a lot of people went, but even being there, how could that be fun? I don't know. I, I'm very, I'm in a loop in my mind about even going. Like who, who's going to go? Like to go out to a bar right now, you're six to 10 feet away from anyone and you can't really go over and talk to them anyway. So why? I don't get it. Yeah. And Jeremy, we're going to talk a little bit more about the, people that excuse me were photographed in the why of it and Mm -hmm. give our opinions but excuse me but one of the things that happened during this time was a gay cruise that sunk off the coast of mexico and there was oh my gosh i think almost 160 to 100 gays that were on this boat 
that during this weekend that apparently they didn't hire like the right uh, sailors that could handle this boat and the boat sank. And so all these gays were in the ocean with, with they did have their life jackets on, but there's a video out there that is kind of hilarious. It's hilarious because everybody was okay and safe, but it kind of chopped, put the cherry on the whole weekend of why in my mind and Lincoln's why this shouldn't have happened. What were your thoughts when you first heard of this? as they're calling a super spreader event. I just kind of find it like comical and I can't help but laugh. And <laughs> I I think to what ends do you need to party? Like, why don't you have a virtual party at home with all your fucking circuit friends and whoever the hell you want to see on that boat at home in the safety of your own living room maybe invite two of them over, get tested before they come over. I just don't get it. You need to drown to like actually realize that you've made a stupid decision. And then the other one that's like supposedly an entrepreneur and bar owner, club owner, event producer, you really need to get sued over and over and over to realize that you should probably cancel your event as well. It just doesn't add up. And it's also, if I could just add yeah. a few things, yeah, please. It does, it's not even about the gays. <laughs> it's right. about the French people who were all caught in a big rave in France. It's about the lead singer of Berlin singing Take oh. My Breath Away at a, at a Trump New Year's party that he bailed on while Giuliani and Vanilla Ice are left behind, and she's singing oh my Take My Breath Away while there's people four miles away on ventilators. Like, have we gotten this stupid? I don't know. I guess we have. Apparently we have. Apparently we have. Last night, I watched. I started to watch the movie Jeffrey. My friend Melvin was here, and Peter and I watched Jeffrey. And yeah, it was like... That original Chelsea. movie? Uh-huh. And if you watch it, it's Chelsea in 1995. Gym bar is open. You know, like you see New York City when we did have a gay community that came together. And now I feel like between parties and bars closing and the Eagles close, I just... I don't know how we're going to get the gayberhood back. I don't know how we're all going to... I don't know how all these chips are going to fall. That well, we, we are, I and I'm. I don't point, know. We are, and Lincoln, to your point. Thank you for bringing <laughs> up other incidents that have occurred. We, of course, are a gay podcast, so we're, you know, talking about some of this stuff. And part of me, it's what we do on this show, and for the longest time. I used to have another site, uh, Progressive Pulse, which we still have, but it was always about pointing out the uh, really intricate art, and and we never wanted to do anything calling out or negative. This show, I get to do a little bit of that, but as you saw, we pointed out some really good things, like the the mayor of Atlanta actually putting up. So we're going to call everybody out, and I'm I have something to say. But before I do, Jeremy sent me a link of of something of an Instagram account. People are obsessed with hashtag gays over COVID. Um, and, and it's an actual, it's not even hashtag Jeremy, right? It's an actual an account, right? Yeah, gays over a, COVID. Yeah. 
it's both. So there, some of them are declaring it the best drama of 2021, and we just started the year. Oh um, so yeah, so the Instagram account Gaze Over COVID, if y'all want to check it out, has been public publicly exposing gay men who've been brazenly defying the advice of public health officials during the pandemic. And the account, which first appeared last summer, ramped up its efforts over the holidays, posting photos from super spreader Christmas parties, New Year's Eve circuit events, and images and videos from the gay crews that just sunk off the coast of Mexico. And over the weekend, an angry member of the hashtag gays over COVID took to Facebook to offer 500 bucks to whoever could identify the person running the account and ruining their fun. Quote, we are offering a $500 incentive for anyone who can help us identify the mastermind behind IG at gaze over COVID. The person announced, let it be known that we are coming for them. Ooh. <laughs> so I saw um, another account today that is amazing. And they said, uh, I I want to say that the page is called Gay Mayhem, and they said it's me. Now hand over the five hundred dollars, you cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so it just continues to get better and better. And when you first sent this over to me, Jeremy, I was like, "Oh my god!" I have so many thoughts. One of them being like, "Seriously, five hundred dollars? I mean, that's your reward for this, right?" But this article, um, people are really obsessed with this hashtag and going on there. And it kind of got me thinking, like, how do I really feel about this? Because I went on there and I saw what they essentially do is they actually put the person. So, for example, there was a couple different groupings over the holidays of, like, say, 19 gay guys and and then another one was like you know 15 gay guys and i found myself zeroing in i'm just going to be really honest because of course they were all like really cute and hot and oftentimes in miami and i was like oh he's cute he's cute but wait hold on what am i looking and i was perplexed on how do i really feel about this on a but what I think my ultimate thought was we are in an era right now of being holding people and ourselves accountable. So we've had Me Too movement. We've had the race relations going on over the summertime, and that hopefully that continues. Um, we, on this show at Tags Podcast, I rebroadcasted a race relations episode that I did recently on Tags Live, and I got something wrong. I like I said something about black, like the ethnicity and the race group of blacks and Puerto Ricans. Somehow I must have like mixed those two and somebody was quick to point it out. But you know what? That's okay. And they were correct, actually. We were just in the heat. We were doing our thing. I think that right now we are, and it's good. It's a good thing to hold people accountable. It's making everybody, this break of COVID has made everybody accountable for their actions Jeremy, what are your thoughts when you heard of this, that you, when you brought this account to me and, and what do you think about it? 
I mean, I, I don't find it a bad thing. I think it doesn't need to be taken so horribly, like the gays that hate it so much. I think they, I, in, in my opinion, I think putting them on blast does show that this is what you shouldn't do. And I also think one of the things that they did was uh, emphasize one of the people that was uh, a nurse that was on the front line. Yes. And I guess got terribly sick and then still went back out partying. And I, I just, have that I, story here. I, yes. I really just, I, I think that it's good for them to out this kind of stuff. I don't know if singling out individual people is the best way to do it but i do think that it's important that this be shown as an example of not of what not to do and it's a really bad representation of our community during a time where you don't necessarily need to go to parties and you shouldn't be on boats that are sinking and you know what i mean and there's also ways to go about if you have to do it not having it broadcast like i'm i'm almost positive all of the people that are being spread and called out on on that specific page all have posted it on their stories on their instagram stories photos and all of that shit and speedos and it's like it's unnecessary and if you have to have to do it at least don't post about it you know, you know what, what? it's so yeah. funny it's so great that you say that because you just led completely into what i was gonna say there are five people- what i'm gonna say again too so well, yeah go ahead if you don't mind there are five people that peter and i know that keep posting on their own feeds pictures in swimsuits pictures in the sun on the beach with 20 other people no masks blah 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 blah, blah. and peter and i say to ourselves all the time like what are they thinking but we're yeah. not going to – I don't know them well enough to say, hey, stop that. Be, what, what am I going to do? Tell them to stop? We're not – you know, like, I don't know. So well, we You don't need saying, to because this, this um, account can get them for you. So <laughs> then – so that's the thing. But here's my point. Okay, so Peter and I have been saying this for three months. You guys sent me this page two days ago or whatever, and I see them on this page. Oh, Actually, God. with their screen names – highlighted so they're tagged in photos so what they're not gonna stop i'm not gonna go right where is this getting us where is this getting us i don't think this is getting us anywhere i think it's more polarization of the people who do it are going to continue to do it people who don't want to wear masks are not going to start wearing masks because joe biden says everyone should wear masks I don't but think they're going to stop going to a party thing, because Lincoln, they're on a, on a site that's the, shaming them. Well, so the one thing that I – because I was thinking about this, and yeah, I mean, where is it really getting us? But it may get people to – if it gets one or two people to think a little bit more about their actions. So in other words – if you are going to a party and I remember over the uh, Labor Day weekend, Cody and I were invited to a Labor Day party and we were struck like, should we go? Should we not go? And there's cute boys going 
and Cody and I were like single, like we're so starved for single men and this and that. And we were, we ultimately decided not to go and hang out by ourselves. But one of the things that the party, the guy that invited us told me and said in the invite was no one can pull out their camera at this. And if we do any group photos, we will all wear our mask. And he had protocols in in line that everybody should follow. So I wonder when I look at some of the photos that I looked at on this page of 19 people, 25 people parting like it, a normal 1999, at what point do you not say, uh, no, I don't want to be a part of this. And I think social media has such an impact on people and mm-hmm. our minds and, and FOMO and things that make us feel good about ourselves, whether that's good or bad, it has an impact. So if there is a site that is sort of, I kind of like the fact that it's unknown and it's getting sort of some of these people angry because it's sort it's making people accountable for their actions. So, you know what? You want to go to a party and you know that there's 25 people there and you're going to be arm in arm and I'm having a great time. Fine. But know the consequences of your actions. Everybody needs to now be accountable like this show, when we say something and we get it wrong, we we are held, believe me, I am held accountable on this show when mm-hmm. something one of us says is not completely accurate. You do not believe that I don't hear from a listener that is like, uh-uh-uh-uh. And so, sorry, I think this year, the last several years is social media is amazing. It's fabulous it's everything that we think but it's also making us accountable for our actions so as long as you can be accountable for what you are doing hey and if you're like i did it and i don't fucking care well then good i mean chances are none of these people are going to be drunk it's it's for the moment that we're uh, holding them accountable i don't know any thoughts from what i've said well i don't think social media is fabulous I don't think social media is doing us any favors. You use it, LinkedIn. You use it. I I do use it sparingly, and my tone of social media has definitely changed a lot in the past two years and then in the past year. My tone has changed in what I put. And just because I don't think it's fabulous doesn't mean that I don't use it. And just because I use it doesn't mean I have to agree with it. It I also yeah, it helps with our businesses. It helps put things out there. Like I don't know if you remember, but when I did Facebook the first two years, every day I had a centering thought, and I started it again in this New Year's. I use my Facebook for meditation, positive thinking, and Madonna fan clubs, and I use Instagram for bakery promotion of how to live a better and more balanced life, and I use Mad Lincoln for leather erotica and images of whatever friends I'm with or relationships I'm in. I think I'm fairly responsible in my social media using. I don't think it's fabulous. And I also will take you to task on 
the Labor Day party you were going to go to that no one's wearing masks the entire party, but we're going to put on a mask to take a photo. Shouldn't Agreed. it be the other way around? Shouldn't Agreed. it be that That's you wear a freaking mask the whole time and then you only take it down to take a photo? Not so, for show. Yeah. That, that was my that, 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 that was that was weird. one of my red flags. Yeah, and exactly. That, so and that like, was I, one of the I, reasons I, I didn't go. Because if you're gonna tell me separately or even in the separate secondary invite that, oh, and by the way, don't wear we have to wear our mask in any picture we take. <laughs> yeah, that it's just like, doesn't yeah. Yeah. So I that hear you. That doesn't seem on right. That. So I think um, like I think that that social media was a problem to begin with. And now with the pandemic, some people it's all that it's all they have. And that's that's not a true vision of our world. Right. And and Jeremy, what do you think about the five hundred dollars <throat> and do you think that it's okay to have this this uh, Instagram platform to kind of call people out? I think it is. I think it's fine. I I find it comical. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I I just don't. I don't take it that seriously. I think it's jovial. If you want to party, yeah. go party, have fun. But I just I think it's funny that they're getting called out, and I also think it's funny that they're gonna pay five hundred dollars to out the person that has the page who's probably still going to continue doing it. You know what I mean? So if you want to party and then you're going to get outed and you should, if you're fine with that, then just keep partying. Yeah. And, 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 and to your point, I find it the same and I find it's making us act a little bit more as we continue to techno, uh, techno, technologically, I'm not sure if that's an actual word, advance with, social media and such, but also our actions are called into check. I think I don't, I know for a fact that I, I wouldn't go to one of these parties that would be like that, but it's making me kind of stand up more for what's right and what's wrong. And even mm-hmm. in the little gym that I work out in, just sidebar quick storyline here i went into my gym the other day and there's only eight people at any time allowed in our gym we have to wear our masks and some father of a, a parent of somebody that lives in our building i guess allowed two of his sons into the building got a key and we were still under the eight people and the youngest and i actually think there's an age limit of you should be a certain age i'm not sure what that age is but these the youngest one was probably 14, 13, maybe. He was wearing a mask. The other son that was let in, who was probably, you know, that age, that teenager age, like 14 or 15, was not wearing his mask. And I struggled with, as he, you know, he had that sort of fuck you attitude, like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. And it angered. I found myself getting angry and angry and angrier. And I had to finally check myself like, okay, Steve, if you're really going to continue to get this angry, then you're, you need to say something or you need to let it go. And we were socially distanced enough that in this instance, I just let it go because what is that anger going to get me? And if I really do, then I need to say something. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I don't know. That was my beef there. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on, though, in our last few minutes, um, we have a brand new year, and I want to hear from you guys. We have resolutions, if some of us even make them anymore. (laughs) Um, I... I want sex intentions, and I'm just going to share with you something before to allow you guys to like marinate with that a little bit. Interestingly enough, last year, 2019 into 2020 was the first year, and Jeremy, you and I were actually doing this together. I'm not sure how far you got with your vision board. (laughs) You started. Remember I bought the board? Yeah, I left it there. (laughs) You did, yeah. But (laughs) I cut out all, I did actually my first vision board ever. And I thought it'd be fun to share with you real quick some of the things that were on my vision board going into 2020. And there's been a lot of people posting like that whole thing. Some of mine, actually, I'm not mad at. The things I had on mine were Tags TV. Well, we are shopping Tags TV, the TV pilot that we shot in 2019. And so that's all good. Um, I had things as change is good. Okay, well, we got change. <laughs> um, I have th- I had things on keep on seeking and keep on creating. I'm still doing that. Following your gut. Uh, I have things like keep empowering. I've helped a lot of people out with in various ways. Reflect, rest, and return. I've done a lot of reflecting, resting, and I'm about to fucking return. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Mexico. Well, I'm going to Mexico for my 50th birthday coming up. I'll explain later. Laugh, I put on there. I have watched a lot of my favorites, Lucio Ball and Seinfeld a lot. Interestingly, I'm So I think my takeaway on this new, if I were to do a vision board, which I'm not, oh, I also put fearless on there, um, is don't put maybe specifics would be mine, but put overall things. And they might just come true, like overall feelings and things you want versus specs. I don't know. Lincoln, what are you, if anything, putting forward in 2021 and sexually between you and Peter? Anything you can share with us? Well, 2020, Peter and I had a lot of uh, plans. Sex. No, well, we did. (laughs) But we had a lot of plans that we couldn't do. Like Bear Week, we had a rental. Pines Party, we had a rental. We were going to go to Sitges for Bear Week. And I think that for 2021, Peter and I are nesting more, doing more sexual adventures here at home and traveling to my California home whenever the pandemic calms down to explore nesting out there as well. So that's always had a bit of a a sexual edge for him and I, our whole relationship, and we're going to continue to explore that which is you guys are a sexual edge i mean when's oh, your yeah. only fan i, I would seriously you never know somebody, it might be coming <laughs> i you guys i'm so one of the things that i'm lincoln as one of my favorite people is Aww. i'm i'm my heart is with you as i take care of my mother and i know you lost your mother in in 2020 and i can only imagine my heart is with you and I know it cannot be easy to go on 
one of the other things is is that seeing you and peter flourish is it's you guys are the real deal right jeremy i mean yeah seriously. there's such a good Aww. feeling and beauty and sexiness but just in general it's like wow you don't really see that very often and to witness that from beginning and to what's going on now is is a thing and so happy 2021 and i wish you more and more love thank you what's funny steve is that you know on my vision board for 2020 also was spending more time at home with my mom and i did spend a lot of time with her in this past year and it just wasn't in the cards for her to keep going but spend as much time with your everyone out there spend as much time with you as you can with your parents your grandparents your siblings because it's a new world now, and those those relationships are more important than ever. They really. I'm on a call with my mother, Joanne, right after this. So thank awesome. you for that, Jeremy. What can you share with us? Um, plans? Are you? I know you moved. I know you said you might be dating this year. Anything you can share with us? Yeah. So I definitely plan on more sex, hopefully, and, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and more dating. And also I I find this year that I'm more excited about the simple things and the smaller things rather than uh, huge, large scale, uh, just obstacles or things that I want to overcome. I really just am looking to be happy and healthy and have a prosperous, fun and just well i don't know find myself even more within the next year i love that jeremy and that makes so much sense i'm kind of on the same wavelength with that too smaller um in this size it makes sense so yeah i love that you guys (laughs) thank you so much this is i love how we're back together on all of this um Next week is my 50th birthday episode, and I know you're going to be participating in that. (laughs) So take our poll. We are back with our polls, and we are revamping this month our Patreon membership community, which is going to be a lot of fun with after shows and so much. So check that out. Go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. In the meantime, Continue being safe, wear your mask, wash your hands, but keep it sexy, and we'll talk to you soon. 